Today's show is pre-recorded. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Whew. Hey, uh, you know, today I, j- I just want to say something um, um, that I don't think I've ever shared this way before. Um, the The... The, the the title is very simple, and that is, it's been worth it to me. You know, I, I I just I just kept thinking that this morning, that it's all been worth it to me. And what I mean by that is this relationship that I have with my heavenly Father. It's been worth it to me. I, I, I can't even tell you the value that it has had in my life. I, I, I can't tell you how it's helped me to understand not only my purpose, but to better understand my past. That's, that's, that's critical, man, because I, I'm, I'm grateful for that because so many people can't get beyond their past, an event, a set of circumstances, some calamity that besets them. Maybe it's been grief, something. But it ties so many people up. It's been so worth it to me. It, it, it Man, it, it's, it's been worth having someone to go to when no one else was there. 
Do you do you understand what I'm saying? It has it has given me a place to go when no one else has been there. Oh, hey man, we pulling for you. Hey man, hang in there. Hey man, keep your head up. All of that. But I gotta tell you, man, you get yourself in some circumstances and situations in this thing called life when no one can help you but God. When the only person that could possibly understand or know what you're feeling is God. The only person that'll sit there with you through it all and understand everything about it has been God. It's been worth it to me, man. It's It's been worth it to me. It's been the biggest improvement in my life. I mean, man, as, as I look back over my life, man, forming a strong bond with God has been the most beneficial thing to me. You know, these things you read in your in in your in 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 writings in, in the Bible or, or or whatever you're reading, you know, when you when you read scriptures and things of that nature, it, it it's it's been around a long time. It holds so much truth to it. I mean, man, it's like how could this have been written so long ago? and still pertain directly to today. I mean, that that's amazing. That is amazing to me. That I mean, that has to be God at work, to have written something so complete, so dead on point, that if you read it today, it means exactly what pertains to today. That's amazing, man. That that's why my 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 spiritual walk, it's just worth it to me. And I keep saying it's worth it because if you sitting out there and you tripping like I was tripping, deciding, nah, let me do it. I got a few more things I wanna do, a couple more girls I wanna holler at, a couple more things I wanna get into, I got a couple more deals I wanna do, I got a little bit more dirt I wanna roll up on me a little bit first for I man, I wish I had known. I really wish I had understood exactly what forming a relationship with God would do for me. It's been worth every person who out there who hate know me that don't even know me. It's because I have a relationship with him that I'm fine with that. I don't care for it, but it ain't going to stop me, though. See, because I know for a fact that haters make you greater. I know for a fact that haters validate your your mere existence. I know for a fact that half of them is out of envy and jealousy because of something you're doing that they wish they could do or they want credit for. So they just, ah, anything, all that, bam. And now you just all over the place with people. Man, I'm so grateful for this relationship that it has not allowed outside influences that do not have my best interests at heart to, to throw me off course. It, it, it has just been worth it. And if you're sitting out there and you're wondering about the benefits of it, I, I can't even tell you what it's like to know that when bad things are happening to me, the calming peace that I feel, 
that I know that that's going to be all right too. That I know that this too shall pass. That I know in my heart of hearts, man, that there's got to be a reason for this. And if I can just hang on in there, he going to unfold that for me. And he going to let me see it. But the number one thing I always know is I'm going to survive this one too. That this too shall pass. It has been worth it to me, man, to 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 have this thing called faith, which is the belief in things that you cannot see. And to know, man, along the way that, oh, my goodness, man, even though I don't know what's next or even I'm not really sure about the next step, I do know for a fact that some more is coming. I do know for a fact it is a fact that God will take care of me. It is a fact that he will never, ever leave me or desert me. If I just stay here where I'm supposed to be, he's coming. The Calvary's coming over the hill. He's coming over the hill, and when he come over that hill, he's going to wipe out all this mess down here that's, that's trying to hurt me, that, that I don't have to worry about my enemies anymore, that my enemies that are all around, you can surround me. You can shoot all the arrows you want. Now, it's not to say that none of them ain't going to come close. And I ain't going to say that, you know, I ain't going to be a little under some pressure, a little nervous about being shot at so hard. But at the end of the day, I know this for sure. Ain't none of them going to stick in me. You can shoot them, but ain't none of them going to stick in me. No matter what you do, no weapon formed against me. Nothing. Now, you can't you can't do nothing with me, man. I'm I'm so cool. It's been worth it for me. Man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us. It is the morning hour. It is a moment that we've uh, been waiting for all night, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was hoping I would be here when it arrived. I am here, grateful, motivated, favored, and relentless in my pursuit of happiness. Even mm. though the Constitution is not talking to us, <laughs> I am in pursuit of my inalienable right to that pursuit of happiness. Damn it, here I am. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. I like it, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. And Carla mm-hmm. Pharrell. Good morning. Happy Friday. Never mad. What's the legend up? that is Junior. What up, Uncle? What's everybody? Morning. The old and nearly defeated and very bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> but a survival, J. Anthony Bryant. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, Mr. Harvey? Ignorant. At a whole nother level, PhD in it. Mm. Nephew mm-hmm. Tony. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's <laughs> Friday. It's Woo! Happening. It's Friday. F R I T Y. It's Friday. Yeah. And and you don't like Fridays, why, nephew? Because it's too close to Monday. Ooh, that makes a lot of sense. Yes, but you sounded excited about yeah. Friday. I get excited till Saturday come call. 
You know what I'm saying? This logic right here, man. Right up on Monday again. God, dog. So let me ask you a question, Tommy. Sure. What day are you happy with? What day am I happy with? Favorite day of the week. Thursday is too close. Thursday, to I like Thursday. Why Thursday? Cause we almost it like the weekend starts for me actually on Thursday. But and being sad, I, I start but no, ho, 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 ho. But if you don't like the next day, which is Friday, cause it's too close to Monday, uh, that's why I'm trying to piece this together. Here. Struggling over here. You holding your head like you got a headache. Yeah. You got better stuff to do. You got two This is your nephew. You ain't got to worry about this. This ain't nothing you got to think about. You know what, Junior? Thursday is four days away from Monday. Thursday is four days away from Monday. Either way you go towards it. Think about it. Monday is just bad. So Thursday is four ways away. Either way you look at it. Well, and see, what you I don't think the reason is, why mm-hmm. you saying Thursday and Friday and using Monday because you can't say Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> the truth will set you free. Oh, I can say, I can say Wednesday anytime I want to say Wednesday. You can say what? That's cold. I can say when, Wednesday anytime I want to say Wednesday. Oh, that's not it. All right, listen. Uh, <laughs> Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll do a version of Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, time now for Ask the CLO. We have some good questions from steveharveyfm.com. If you have some questions for the CLO, please, please, please feel free to write us. This one is from Jess in Hollywood, Florida. Steve, it says, my boyfriend and I are in our mid-20s, and sometimes he is not able to perform unless he watches porn first. Last Mm. night, we were being intimate, and he was really into it. Then he called me his ex-girlfriend's name. I didn't say anything because I didn't want him to stop. It was his best performance so far. Apparently, thinking about his ex-girlfriend kept him in the mood. Do you think he secretly still wants his ex, or is this just something that happens from time to time? Well, I got a couple of ideas here from you. You said that he only gets excited unless he's watching porn. In your 20s, that's dangerous. Mm Mm-hmm. That's dangerous because I I don't even I I very rarely hear that from a guy that young. Yeah. Very rarely do I hear that. So that's kind of that's kind of odd right there. Uh, him calling, and he only gets excited. Now you're having your best performance, and all of a sudden he calls his ex girlfriend's name. Now, the question you need to find out is: Is his ex girlfriend a porn star? Oh, really? Wow. Real, huh? Yeah. See, that, <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. That has possibility written mm-hmm. all over it. Okay. Maybe okay. she in one of them movies that get him real excited. Other than that, I don't know how long you all have been dating, and I don't know how long you can continue to accept being called the other girl's name. That ain't, I don't know how long that's allowable, but. Uh, I think you should have brought it to his attention mm-hmm. so that he is aware of it and he can start working on it if it's serious. But I don't think y'all's relationship is going to go nowhere because if you got to have 
porno to turn you on at in your 20s, your rest of your sex years is shot. <laughs> Man, damn, dog. Because in my 20s, I needed nothing. I just mm-hmm. needed no. cool air. Yeah. 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 If That's that. All I, if dog. that. Just ready. Just walking no. around ready. Did the wind blow? Either one of these. That right there. Hot. This right here. Hot. Don't matter. Yes. Hot. Hey. I could I could hot. I could in my 20s. You hear me? Yeah. Okay. Well, you oh, want okay. the couch, yet, Moving babe. on, Shirley. This is from Tony. Yeah. <laughs> this is from Tony in New Jersey. I have a problem with my lady friend. I'm a bodybuilder, and I get a lot of women trying to holler at me at my DM, in my DMs, and they send lots of nude pictures. I'll show my lady the pics, and we laugh at them together. I found out the other day that my lady also gets nude pictures of men in her DMs. She clicked on a message by mistake, and I saw the picture of a naked man. She has never mentioned this to me. She said she hates the pics, and she immediately deletes them. But why does she keep it from me? Should I be concerned? Well, you know Mm. what, dog? See, hold up now. When you showing naked pictures, y'all laughing. Kikiing. You know, so now now all of a sudden this ain't funny to you no more. (laughs) See, dog, you got to be careful what you introduce. I don't know what your ass is showing your girl naked pictures of other women for? I really don't know, man. I, I'm I'm confused about that. Normally, that you you you're inviting a, a hailstorm into your house when you do that. So I don't know what that was. But then she gets men sending her naked pictures too, but she ain't mentioned it to you yeah, because guess why? Because yeah. she know. Look, you done wrote a letter. See, you see a picture. Mm-hmm. Your ass done wrote a letter. <laughs> Y'all watching together. You just kick in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, partner. Yeah. So she already know it's a problem. And, and he's y- a bodybuilder? Woo. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. All right, so, Steve. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not a problem that she might be messing around, but maybe she just didn't feel like dealing with this because you done wrote a letter into a national radio show. Mm-hmm. You show her, right. her pictures, y'all just laugh. <laughs> Anonymous in Tennessee writes, I've been married for five years and my mother lives with us. I'm a diabetic and I've been sick a lot lately, so my mother has assumed the role as my full-time nurse and caregiver. This drives my wife crazy. My mother told my wife that she's been taking care of me all my life and it's not up for debate. My wife isn't having it and their constant arguing stresses me out. My wife works long hours and my mom is here when my wife can't be. So in a way, my mom is right. I'm stuck in the middle. Please help. No, 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 your mom isn't right. No. She's not right. Right. Your wife is the queen of the castle. That can, there's only one queen in a castle. It might be some damsels. It might be some 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 other people at work. And but it's one queen. And your wife is being rooted out by your mother, who's obviously taking some liberties with you that your wife would like to be able to do. Now yeah. the fact that you're sick, bro, I can't do nothing about that. Feel for you. Uh, you know, I don't know what you're supposed to say to somebody with diabetes. I don't know. You don't see it. Condolences. They ain't here today. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know what you say to people who got diabetes. I don't know what to say. Like, condolences or something. I don't know what to say to him about the sickness. But it, your mother is not. She may have been taking care of you your whole life. 
But this your wife, dog. See, you said vows to your wife. Now, if your mother's there because you you can't provide for yourself, I don't I don't know what it is. But she lives with y'all, and it's creating a problem. She didn't marry you to live with your mama. Now I don't know mm. how sick you are, dog. But if your mother just over there because she won't just keep an eye on you and check on you, then you got to change your living arrangements. Now if you incapacitated in some way then your wife going to have to work with your mama a little bit better. But your mama going to have to back up yeah. and let your wife be the queen of the castle. Your the wife is your mama's your wife right. And dog. Now, you don't, don't sleep with your mama, so. Mm. <laughs> You're going to mess around here that in a minute. Yeah. Well, go in there and sleep with your mammy. You're going to hear that. <laughs> don't say that. All right, coming up next, the nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news and headlines. But uh, right now it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. Problems at the valet. Oh, at the valet. Problems We've all been there. at the valet. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to say it one more time. I said problems at the valet. All right? All right, pass. All right. Cat dog, if you would. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Orlando. Hey, Tommy, how's it going? Hey, man, what's going on? You doing all right? I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, what's up? Hey, listen, I need you to do something for me. But do you need your your uh, your car details? Or... No, 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 no. Not this week. Listen, I got something I want you to do for me. I'm doing a prank phone call, and I want you to call this guy and, and tell him you're the valet downstairs. Ask him for his ticket number and tell him, hey, we got a little bit of an issue, but my, my manager's going to call you back. Uh, are you sure you want me to do it? You're the valet guy. That's all you got to do. All right? Why does the Mexican guy got to be the valet guy and you get to be the manager? What's up with that? Just make this. I'm going to click over and make the call. All I want you to do is just tell him you're, you're the valet guy. Will you do that for me? All right, man. I got you. All right. All right. All right. Hang on. Just hang on. Uh, hello? Uh, hello, is this Mr. Franklin? Yes. Can I ask who's calling? Uh, yes. Um, I'm uh, I'm Orlando with Valet. Uh, did you park a Lexus with us about 30 minutes ago? Yeah, I did. What's what's going on? What's this about? I'm just going to need your ticket number real quick. There's a small issue, and uh, once you get the ticket number, I could um, have my manager just call you back. Five three four six. But why do you why do you need my ticket number? Is there something wrong with my car? Did something happen? Um, my manager will call you back and he'll give you all the details. Oh, okay. So, so something did happen to my car. Um, once I give my manager your ticket number, uh, he'll call you back shortly and he'll uh, tell you everything. Okay. Well, can you have him give me a call as soon as possible because I would like to know what happened to my car if something happened. This is, I don't, I don't really understand what's going on here. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I have to go. But you can't tell me anything else before you leave. I mean, there's no details that you can give me about anything with my car. Uh, like I said, my manager will handle it. I, I have to get going. Perfect, Orlando. That's perfect. All right? I got it from you, bro. I appreciate it. Let's call him back. Hello? Hello. Is this uh, is this Mr. Franklin? Yeah, this is he. Can I ask who's calling? This is Cliff, man. I'm the manager here down at the valet. Oh, great. Thank you. I've been waiting to hear from you. Oh, my God. 30 minutes ago, you, you pulled in with a – they're telling me a silver or uh, light gray Lexus. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's my car. What what's going on with my car here? 
Okay, and what's your number? Is it five three four six? Yeah, that's that's my number. I mean, I already went through this with the other guy. Can you just tell me what the hell is going on with my car? Okay, are you able to come downstairs right now? No, I can't. I valeted over there. I'm at a I'm at a, a lunch with a client somewhere else. I'm not there right now. I, why do I need to come down right now? Can you just what is happening? Okay, so here's the deal, sir. We have a we have a, a, a one of the um, valet workers here has gotten mad and he left. He quit the job, and he's he's gone. He's left the premise. The problem we're having right now is we don't see your car. What you, know, f- and, you don't see? What do you? What? I'm sorry. What? What? Um, okay. 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 Wow. All right. So my car is gone. My f- car is gone. Is that what you're telling me right now? Somebody. F- Quit your company we're, we're, and took my car? Well, well, hang on. We're looking on every floor, and we're trying to figure out if if it got parked somewhere else. But he's gone, and Wait. we're we're. That's why we called to get your number Wait, on there. Parked somewhere else, man. What the f- do you mean? Do I have a car or not? Did my car get stolen? How many floors do you have? How long does it take? I just f- bought that car. That is a brand new f- car, and now it's just I, vanished. I, Are you kidding me I, right now? Well, hold on, hold on. I understand. I understand. Let me ask you something. Is there a way? Um, is there a way maybe you can come by tomorrow and we can try to work something out and just see a, you know? No, there is no way I'm coming by tomorrow for a car that's missing today. First of all, we need to get the police involved in this. I don't even know why. Oh, wait, 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 slow down, slow down, Mr. Franklin. Mr. Franklin, police right now. Mr. Franklin, we don't want to get the police involved in this. We who is we? Who is we? Because I damn sure want to get the police involved. So who is I'm just saying, we are, I'm, listen, I don't want to lose my job because we lost the car. If you just give me some time to find the car, that's all I want you to do is give me some time. Let me go by this guy's house where he lives and see if the car is there. You should already be in a car driving your ass to this man's house talking to me right now, okay? The fact that you're not there is malpractice. I'm calling the police. I'm suing the building owner. I'm suing the manager. I'm suing the who made the valet box. I'm suing everybody affiliated with your business. Do you understand me right now? Uh, okay, but listen, Mr. Franklin, why, why, why are you upset with me? I didn't do nothing. I didn't take the car, okay? Why, I I why, are you responsible for this parking lot? Are you a manager? I, what is your occupation, I'm, sir? What I'm, do you do? I'm a manager. I'm the manager here, and Orlando called you earlier, okay? And we're trying to find out where the car is. We you are. You really feel like it. You don't even want the police involved, man. You're not trying to find shit. You're trying to cover your ass right now. I'm mad at Orlando. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at your company. I'm mad at the man who put the damn asphalt down in the parking lot. I'm mad at everybody right now, okay, Cliff? Okay, 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 but calm down. Okay, but let me ask you this here. Are you, are you, are you mad at, um, are you mad at your wife? What is, why is not my wife? My wife didn't steal my damn car. Ain't your wife named Carrie? How the hell do you know my wife's name? You know how I know your wife's name? Because your wife got me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning. Oh, <laughs> damn. Franklin, you just got pranked, baby. By your oh, wife. damn. Oh, boy, we're going to marriage counseling for this one. This is... <laughs> Y'all have... You had you had your boy. <laughs> She said he just bought this car. He loves this car. He outside sitting in it when he ain't going nowhere. Wow. I can't believe it. Man, it's, always, it's always the closest people. It's all, you know, I tell you what. I tell you who is not getting to ride in this car for a long time. She knows what her name is. She knows what her name is. Hey, man, tell me this. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> 
I think I really got him right where I wanted yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. I think I. Yeah. And the two people, the two people calling, that really added. <laughs> yeah, his assistant. The <laughs> assistant <laughs> prank. Now you know it's not a prank. An- another person's calling with foolishness, and then another fool calling after that. So, yeah. yeah. You, you got, got the layers. Yeah, you had layers. You, got... you had layers on that. That's what we've learned today. That's today's <laughs> word. Layer. Layer. Bruh. 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 Brilliant, man. You brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, stupid is like a lasagna. You got to it layer does. that thing. It you does. know, you layered okay. it, man. You layered it. That's <laughs> up. Okay. <laughs> lasagna, oh, anyone? <laughs> stupid lasagna. Good. Stupid mm-hmm. lasagna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, catch me. I'm going to be stupid. Um, what's that? 25th, 26th, 24th, 25th? Golly, what's, what's the date, y'all? Come on. Get it together. Why y'all don't know your dates now? 24th and 25th, Friday and Saturday, September, this month, I will be West Palm Beach, Florida. Tickets are on sale right now. West Palm! Guess what day it is? 24th and 25th, the nephew is coming to town to the improv. Tickets are on sale right now. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, now it's time for something funny, guys. We're going to talk about annoying things that grown people do while you're driving. So When you are driving. So these people are in the car with you. They're riding with you. Okay. Oh, just the passenger. The passenger. Mm -hmm. Or the back seat or kids or Uh, just... Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. you the driver, so you got to focus. Yeah. On the road. Yeah. And it's just little stuff that gets Uh, on, just little things. Oh, man. Like... Just that little... Like what? Steve, like like you driving, right? I can't stand people to point to stuff for me to look at. Yeah. Damn yeah. it, I'm driving. Yeah. Ooh, look at that. Ooh, 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 look. Look. You missed How? it. You missed it. You missed How? Oh, you, 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 they got tomatoes on sale. Look, look. <laughs> yeah, Jay. Uh, uh-huh. That's real yeah, talk. They got tomatoes on sale. I'm going to see that sign and I'm driving. <laughs> Ain't no way in the world. Man, I can't stand for people to see in my car. That gets on my nerves. Because first of all, you don't know the words to the song. Oh, my God. I can't stand. And you don't sound nothing like. Nothing like the song. The song. Are you evil when you just change the station when they're singing? I'll put it on talk. (laughs) Oh, talk radio? I don't care what they talking about. We start listening to talk the minute you open your mouth. (laughs) And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are here today. (laughs) I don't like when we going cross town to my auntie house. I done been there a thousand times. Mm. Uh, but my wife want to give me directions, though, on yes. how to get Go this way. Go this way. With you take more that directions. Take 45 and then take 59. If you take 59, we'll get there a little quicker. But you We've yeah, been you there in? several times. I know where I'm going. <laughs> I, where I just don't right. like directions. Yeah. Come on, Steve. I know you Come got on. one. I can't stand <laughs> when people drive in their damn car. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Looking over at an accident that they ain't in. (laughs) (laughs) And about to get us in one over here. I can't stand that, man. Get you looking over there, folks. I don't like that. You know what else I can't stand, Steve? (laughs) That window, that window is not to be played with, okay? That up up and down. That up and down? Yeah. That's to the kids. Yeah. (laughs) 
or women with hot flashes. Yeah. Yes. I can't stand that. Yeah, that's why they got window locked. That's why they got locked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got to lock the window. Take the child lock off. I'm not, <laughs> not going to do it. Not going to do it. I don't care how grown you is. I'm not going to do it. You know, I, no, I can't stand. Right as I get my car washed and I come pick you up and take you somewhere, if you eat in my car and drop anything. Oh, 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 yeah. I don't know what it is when you driving. You always notice somebody dropping something. Yeah. yeah. You got chips. I see the chip fall down your shirt. To the seat, to my flow. But you okay. keep eating like it ain't down there. <laughs> okay. Okay, I hate to go there. Come on now. What what? I'm driving in my car. Uh-huh. I look out the little, just look out the little peripheral of my of my right side. Are you picking your nose? Wait a minute. <laughs> Where are you dusting that Where off you to? Put that? Off you your fingers, yet. man. <laughs> Come on, Steve. I used to hate getting in somebody's car mm. and don't nothing work. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got no radio. We ain't got no air. Uh. <laughs> we just sitting up in here hot, <laughs> in silence, <laughs> and it's starting to smoke. Hot, hot, quiet heat. All right, Steve, let's get to the news. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Triple. President Biden has promised state officials in the Gulf states, the Northeast and the West, that federal monies and assistance is on the way. I want to express my heartfelt thanks to all the first responders and everyone who's been working to save lives and get power back. And I made clear to the governors that my team at the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, is on the ground and ready to provide all the assistance that's needed. At the request of California Governor Newsom, I approved an emergency declaration for California for the Calder fire, which is burning aggressively toward Lake Tahoe Basin and into Nevada. It's one of the few fires that has ever burned from one side of Sierra Nevada's mountain range to the other. So far, it's burned more than two. 100,000 acres. Wow. And the president adds that recent disasters serve as deadly reminders that climate change is here. By the way, Mr. Biden's on his way to the Gulf Coast today, calling out the insurance industry for what it's doing, or more like what it's not doing, for policyholders in Louisiana. One issue concerns requested reimbursement for disaster-related hotel stays. No one fled this killer storm because they were looking for a vacation or a road trip. They were able to stay in a hotel. They left their homes because they felt it was flee or risk death. Do the right thing and pay your policyholders what you owe them. On the bright side, FEMA has announced some positive changes in the way that the government verifies home ownership for disaster relief applicants who may lack certain documents like a formal will, for instance, for inherited property. For years, that stipulation has made it difficult for black homeowners to get government help to rebuild after storms because their families felt, well, this is our house, you take it, and they never really put it in a will. But now FEMA, under the Biden administration, is going to make it easier for people in that predicament to prove that their homes were legally left to them. On another issue, the President Biden's issued a statement condemning the new restrictive abortion law out of Texas. Mr. Biden says the Lone Star State is that is blatantly violating the constitutional right to an abortion for women. And the president says his administration is going to start defending that right, looking for legislation to stop them. Georgia's attorney general indicted the former district attorney who practically had to be dragged, kicking and screaming into bringing charges against the three white men who surrounded an innocent black jogger, Ahmed Arbery, and shot him to death for no reason. Former D.A. Jackie Johnson 
Johnson, who's white, has been charged with violation of oath of office, obstruction of police officers' uh, uh, job. Uh, the McMichaels and a friend surrounded Arbery and shot him to death. She's denied any wrongdoing. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Junior's here today with, uh, this is a comedy segment you call Junior, When Did? What's that about? When Did. When Did. You know, we've been seeing a lot of things that have been happening. Uh Uh-huh. But you just don't know when it started. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, when did kids get luggage? Luggage. You ever go to the they airport and see this little they baby in front it. of you? Oh, yeah. did, remember, all my drawers was in the same luggage with my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> all my drawers was up against the Brazil. <laughs> when did kids get luggage? When did yeah. Like, I don't know when it started. Uh-huh. That's a good uh-huh. Matter of fact, when did people start wearing house shoes everywhere? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm at church. Uh-huh. Somebody stepped out their house shoes to get to the altar and knelt. When you leave your shoes out here in church like that? <laughs> like, when, when did it happen? Oh, no. Like, when did vegans get so outspoken? <laughs> what do you mean? You ain't never know who the hell was a vegan. Now they upset about everything. <laughs> you can't eat that. It had a mother. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas is, I mean, when did all this stuff start? They speaking up now. They speaking up. <laughs> when did we just, never mind, just wearing ripped jeans? Remember you used to get your ass whooped for your jeans being oh, toes? Yeah. Uh-huh. Now yeah. everybody jeans toes. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. am I looking at Dwayne's draws? <laughs> <laughs> just when did that start? Yeah. We just don't know when it happened. When did? Remember when people used to borrow money? Mm-hmm. Now they cash oh. after. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For dinner. That's you need right. to ask. Remember, I cannot borrow was important. Yes. They yes. don't do that no more. They don't do none of that. When did big guys just start showing their stomach with no results? You know, they don't they don't care. No remorse. They just, stomach just out. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, when did women just start wearing their stomachs out? <laughs> yeah, when did all of this happen? When, when did white kids get comfortable saying the N-word to black kids? When did that start? When did we start knocking out kids? When did that stop? No, because my nephew is sitting up here making Fs at school, and we ain't been in school a week. When did this start? Mm. Just when did it happen? We wow. just don't know. Mm. We have to figure out when did that happen. Very, that's what when did. Very insightful. Mm. Just start like thinking it. about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just stuff, stuff's changing. Mm-hmm. Just no, no. Mm. When did it happen? Right before you Wow. I'll tell you that another one. Okay. Here, here's one that, that everybody knows. This is something mm-hmm. that we don't even know when this started. When? But remember when when did wearing a jogging suit remember when, when it meant you was going jogging? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now people wearing jogging suits ain't jogging no damn way. <laughs> you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> that used to mean something. You got on a jogging suit, I can assume your ass was going jogging. Now? Now, now, now your ass in drive-thrus. You, you ain't doing nothing with walking in it. Sleeping. I'm just saying. At work. Yeah. Now you, I'm in one right now. <laughs> All right, thank you, Junior. I like that. When did? All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Steve, introduce Jay. It's time for Murder Another Hit. Get up, everybody! Get ready! 
<laughs> take offense. Yeah. Yeah. I take offense. Man. I know you do. I take total offense. <laughs> you don't like that, Jay? <laughs> and we all probably going to take offense after yes. this. No, it's not. This song, uh, this song this here song, is not well, that Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Murder the Hits. Yay. With one of the best and regretful decisions <laughs> I've ever made. Ladies and gentlemen, jamming it, Brian. Okay, see, now this is the song is not, thank you, the song is not that bad today. Okay. I'm not I'm not really insulting anyone. I'm actually making a dedication. The song is dedicated to all the uh, side dads, all the uh-huh. uh, hot poppers, all the sugar daddies, blender daddies. daddies. It's time for you to step up and help mm-hmm. out. And I took like <laughs> took Erica Badu's song, I can make you put your phone down. Oh. And and to say a message to what you need to do to help out. Check it out. Here we go. I can help you with them school clothes. I can help you, I can help you, I can help you with the school clothes. I can help you with them school clothes. I can help you, I can help you, I can help you with them school clothes. If, if, if. I can get your kids some school shoes. Oh, I can get them, I can get them, I can get your kids some school shoes. I can get it if I get it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Fair exchange ain't no robbery. That's my, that's my daddy used to say that. Fair exchange ain't no robbery. Fair exchange ain't no robbery. You heard that before? I heard a Muslim you said. <laughs> what? Fair exchange ain't no robbery. Right. It's that time of year, though, because they were getting that coffee. Can you help me? Nah, they, they don't add, they just throw it out there. I'll show me some help with these Google. <laughs> help me this Google. Yeah, boy. Boy, it's good to hear from the single man on the show. What did you say, Junior? What did you say? I can hear him just Google. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can help you with them stool clothes. Don't worry. Little man be dressed, too. He be sneakers. Yeah. Junior, Junior, being that looking just like you. Just like you. They always look like who bought you know, the clothes. I bought, it, I bought it in these jeans just like I got. Oh, my goodness. 
No, you didn't. Uh, that is so cute. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, call it don't make sense. Call your kid be calling. <laughs> when you walk in the living room, call him your daddy. Say daddy. Man, I had a girl do that one time. This little boy Wait, what? Mr. Daddy. I had a girl do that to me one time. Uh, have her I was little about boy. 23 years old. And all this girl, the boy came in and said, Hey, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you don't know who you talking to. You know, I ain't got no kids. I'm so scared of that. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I got dark. I got them never went back. <laughs> and she was fine, too. Whoa. Oh, Man. no. What you not going to do is call fine. me daddy. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't got nothing to help nobody with. Coming up next, Nephew Tommy's prank phone call will be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, uh, it's today's Strawberry Letter. Here's the subject for today. My wife is living like she's single. Uh-oh. Right. Wow. Living my best life. <laughs> Going back and forth for two. <laughs> right now, the nephew is here, though. Yeah. With today's prank phone call. What you got for us, now? Brand spanking new. This one is called Triple Cask. If three people pass and they can, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know... The family might not have enough money for all them cats. Just one cat. Triple cat. Three people, one cat. No. We finna see how this finna go. You know, <laughs> no, this go crazy. The concept. Triple cat. This could work. Save some money. Take a listen. Here it is. Jenkins Mortuary. This is Calvin. How may I help you? Uh, hey, how you doing? Uh, hey, Calvin, how you doing? My name is Brandon, man. Uh, Brandon Giles. Uh, um, okay. I'm, I'm calling... Uh, we've got somebody that uh, has passed. Actually, uh, uh, three people well, that have passed lost, away. Yeah, well, well, you, I thank you for that, man. It was kind of expected, uh, right. so you know, it, it wasn't something that caught us off guard. But right. you know, but all in all, you know, we're still grieving about uh, losing our loved ones. But uh, but I, I wanted to give you all a call. We're, we're trying to um, pick a particular funeral home on who we want to um, uh, right. take care Family of everything. Services. You know? Yes, okay. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, um, uh, we can definitely help you with that. And um, uh, once again, I just want to, you know, just let you know that we can pretty much do the whole gambit. We we can make sure that your needs are taken from, you know, from from now on. Um, okay. We're here for you. Just wanted to get that okay. out. Uh, what is your main need? Uh, you, you said three people, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. To, uh, okay. I wanted to okay. bring. Uh, attention to you. Do you guys customize uh, caskets? Yes, we okay. do gold plating, uh, engraving. Uh, uh, we no, even no, have no, a new they, thing they, where we can put uh, the picture of the person on the outside, like a, a semi-gloss uh, coating. Okay. We have a couple options. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't need that or no gold or nothing like that. Listen, okay. listen what I want to do, is, is there any way that you could maybe uh, customize a casket that can accommodate three people? Um. Uh, yes, like we 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 can we can customize each individual casket for each individual no, uh, no, family no, member. No, 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 Calvin, that ain't what I'm asking. What I'm saying is, if I I want to like like I like I say, these my cousin, they was all close. It, you know, I don't have a problem with all three of them being in the same casket. Ah, uh, I get you. Um. Uh, to, you know, to my knowledge, as, as far as I've been in this business, I've never, uh, I, I'm not really sure we can actually do that. I mean, I mean, but what's the problem? If we can get them all in there, 
and close well, the lid. Well, you, well you, sir, I mean, I think that's a I, – I, I don't even think, if for one, it's legal in this state or any state. Uh, three people in one casket. Um, and ethics-wise, I, 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 uh, that's not really something that uh, – how can I say? That we actually, you know – but if you customizing a casket, Calvin, then you ought to be able to put as many people in there. If you make it deep enough and wide enough, ought to be able to get three people in there, right? Well, the customization is 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 the outer side of the casket, and maybe you know some people uh, even put TV screens on the inside, or some of their 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 loved ones' uh, memorable uh, mementos. Uh, we customize it for that, you know, color-wise, uh, size. So, so what about when when it's a person um, real big, uh, you know, a heavy-set person? You know, you got to have a casket <laughs> that can accommodate them, right? Uh, yes, but it, okay. So, again, so you ought to be able to put person. you ought to be able to put three people in one casket if they can fit. Uh, I'm, if I'm, you put two one way and one the other way, sir, then you ought to sir. be able to have all three of them in there at one time. Um. Is there anybody else around you and your family that can help talk uh, with me about this? I'm talking to right now. I'm trying to get. That, I'm trying to accommodate my you, cousins you are, and get them straight. Yeah. And I'm asking you, can we get them in a casket that one casket that can accommodate three people? If you put two pillows on Sir, one I, end, I told one you, pillow. That's not. That's not something we're we're, we're really. Uh, that ain't some your. Doing is used to doing, Calvin, but I'm calling you, telling that's you true. that's the way I want this customized, man. All right, all right, brother. Look, brother, brother, just, just chill out with customs, all right? So, so we're trying sir, to get three people. Sir, what? I, yes. I have a standard plan. It, it'll be a low-end standard plan for three individual caskets. We ain't got. We don't have enough money for three individual caskets. I keep telling you that we got room for one casket. We we just need the big enough, man, so you could get everybody in there and close the door. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to go back and forth with you, sir. I know this is a time. Then go. You ain't got to go back and forth with me. Build the that I need so I can bury my family. I don't really know what to tell you, sir, but I'm just really trying to help. I'm trying to Won't help you. Won't you tell me you're going to get three people in the casket looking because good? We can't two, do that. Two. We cannot do that. Who the f*** you hollering at, man? Sir, I'm the one going through bereavement. I understand that, but you are, you're, 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 you're using foul language. It, it's just, we can't do it, brother. You hear me? Like, no, 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 that's, no, no, hold on. No, My no, cousin no, them sir, said they wanted to use the right refuse. No, sir, no. We can't do okay, it. Okay, so look, I'm, I, look, man, hey, man, y'all going to bury these three people, and you're going to put all three of them in the same so damn casket, me, man. Now two two on, one, on one end and one on the other one, man. Sir, if you're drinking, okay. just stop. I'm, ain't nobody drink. Let me tell you something, man. Let me say this to you. Yes, what, your name sir. Calvin, right? Yes, yes, it is, sir. Okay, Calvin so Calvin, Calvin, let me say this to you. Either y'all going to bury my cousins the way I want it, or Calvin, you're going to get your that's what's going now, on. Now, 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 that's it right there, sir. I've been trying to be as professional as I can. This whole conversation is as crazy as it is. But now, ain't nothing crazy me? about it. No, 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 no. You I told you I me? want you to bury my cousin. Come on down here. I got some places to put your body and your cousin's body. How about that, huh? Oh, oh you talking about doing oh, something to me now? Yeah, because you obviously. Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't sound too damn confident. Tonight. You don't sound too confident, Calvin. I, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you right. Now, this ain't the place, and I'm not the one. You will be in the ground messing with us. Matter of fact, if you come here, I'm going to f*** you up.
How about that? Okay, Calvin. Okay, Calvin. Let me tell you something, Calvin. Me and Tommy going to be down there today then. I'm bringing Tommy with me. Who the f*** is Tommy, huh? <laughs> this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. You just got pranked, Calvin. This some b- <laughs> Yo. Y'all had me ready to whip somebody. <laughs> I just want to know who put you up to this Reginald that works Reggie. at the, uh, yes. I'm going to whip Reggie. <laughs> you better watch what you drink. You better watch what you eat. I'm on your to revenge, Reg. <laughs> hey, Calvin, give me this, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, you know it's nothing but the Steve Harvey morning show. Y'all, y'all got me. <laughs> Y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. Y'all ain't with me. Boy. Uh-uh, I'm boy. just saying, like, two bodies this way, one body this way. Head to foot. Three different pillows. We worked that thing. I, I hate How you. How many pawns are you going to have? You got three bodies in the cast. Yeah. Well, you probably going to need ten, Jay. You probably going to yeah, need five on each a, side. A, yeah. a roller or something. Yeah. 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 But, 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 but you saved some money, Jay. A dolly. It's yeah. like <laughs> casket bunk, like bunk beds <laughs> for three people. Yeah. All right. I got a better idea. Go what? ahead. Let me hear it. just put them in there and fold them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nev. Up next is my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my wife is living like she's single. I'm living my best life. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's time now for uh, the strawberry letter today. The subject is my wife is living like she's single. And uh, listen, if you need some advice on relationships, if you need some advice on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. All right. simple. We could be reading your letter live on the air. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Yeah, this is a letter where you, our audience, write us, and um, we give you advice. We can't make this up. No, 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 no. People think we do, though, because they're so crazy, but no. Here we go. Subject, my wife is living like she's single. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have been married to my childhood sweetheart for eight years, and we have two wonderful children. Early on, we had problems in our marriage, and we separated for a short period. But we worked things out, and I thought we were back on track. My wife admitted that during our separation, she had flings with two other guys. She compared me to the guys she had the flings with and bragged about the money and the nice things they had. I'm an educated guy, and I have a great full-time job and a part-time job for extra money. But it's not enough for my wife. She told me that I need to be making six figures to keep her happy. She has a demanding full-time job, so she doesn't do much around the house. Uh, I cook, I clean, I take the kids to and from school, wash the clothes, help the kids with homework, and maintain the lawn. She neglects my sexual needs, too, because she goes out most days after work to unwind, and when she comes home, she says she's exhausted. A few days after Christmas, she told me that I need to find a nice woman that will appreciate me and the little bit I have to offer because she needs more. She told me that after I found her texting one of her old flings. I asked her to see the text, and uh, she showed it to me. The guy was asking her for sex again, and he said that their chemistry is unmatched. 
I am trying to stick out for my kids, but I cannot be her doormat in the process. She doesn't respect me as the man of the house, and I am not sure how we got to this point, but she is very disrespectful. Do you think I should try to stay for the sake of my kids or make her wishes come true and leave? Who, who, who wrote this letter? <laughs> the husband. <laughs> the husband. It seems like a letter that a wife would write, but no, this time the husband wrote this one. And, uh, you know, doesn't the grass always look greener on the other side? I mean, she's, you know, thinking that these guys who were taking her out when she was on a break from you, you know, spending money and nice things and all that. Uh, yeah, but she came back home. She's not with him. So uh, the grass always looks greener on the other side. I I have to ask you, though, what do you want to do? I mean, you're asking us, should you stay for the sake of your kids? I'm sure you don't want to stay with a wife who continues to disrespect you like your wife does. I mean, kids or no kids, you don't have to take this man. You don't have to take. You do know that, right? I mean, where's your dignity? Where's your self-respect? Getting your kids and leaving her will probably be the best thing you can do to save yourself and your two children children okay from from this mama right now Uh, she's just out of order i mean you said she's disrespectful she's all of that uh you sound like a good man a hard-working man uh and all of that you know you're cooking cleaning and doing all this stuff and taking the kids to school working two jobs uh you shouldn't be a doormat for her so you're right about that Uh, uh she she definitely is disrespecting you, and I think you should take her advice. I really do. I think you. there is a nice woman who'll appreciate you. There are plenty of them, as a matter of fact, who'll take you and the kids. So um, get on out of there, okay? You don't have to take this. Steve? Who wrote this letter? <laughs> he did. My wife admitted during our separation she had a fling with two other guys. She just been out there just clowning. Not no affair. <laughs> She's been doing what? Clown. Clown. She's out here just showing her natural two flings. Mm. But that wasn't enough. She gonna compare the guys that she had the flings with, uh-huh. bragged about the money and the nice things they had. She gonna come back home and tell me about it. Well, you might well stay your ass out there. Here. Okay. Because this is some information you ain't finna bring. You ain't finna come back to Steve Harvey tell me this here. I don't know who you think I am. But who you talking to? <laughs> then let's go on. I am an educated guy and have a full, great full-time job and a part-time job for extra money, but it's not enough for my wife. Somebody told me something one time. What? I just want to share it with you. A very, very wealthy person. He said, if you got one job, and it ain't cutting it for you. Why would you go get another one of them? Mm. Said if you got a job that ain't cutting for you, your next move is you're gonna have to open some type of little hustle on the side or business. But he said always taught me. He said don't go get another job. Uh, oh, okay. He said because th- you got one job ain't working for you. Why would you get another one of them? Right. <laughs> so that was a very educational thing I learned. Uh. She told me that he need to be making six figures to keep her happy. Now, you got two jobs that ain't making six figures. So you just working all the day and you still ain't making six figures. But this helper right here done told you that's what you need to do to make her happy. You get on back out there and get the flanging again. See, that's what you probably need to do. Now, she has a demanding full-time job, so she don't do much around the house. Now, I want y'all to listen to this right here. 
<laughs> he working two jobs right. already. Right. She got a demanding full-time job. Mm. But he say, I cook, clean, take the kids to and from school, mm. wash clothes, help the kids with homework, and maintain the lawn. I already got two jobs. I just told this helper. I got a full-time job and a part-time job. Well, I ain't got time for this help. All right, hang on, Steve. Hang on. We're going to have part two of your response coming up. At 23 after the hour, subject, my wife is living like she's single. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter, uh, part two of your response to... In uh, essence, this woman don't want this man. My life is... She, when they separated, she had a fling, and now she's comparing the guys to her. He do all the work, and he got two jobs. She neglects my sexual needs. Because she goes out most days after work to unwind, and when she come home, she exhausted. Well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> what do you on. think that is? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. When she out there unwind <laughs> after a hard day's work, and when she come home, she's exhausted. What you think she exhausted from? Unwinding? <laughs> Unwinding ain't exhausted. It's when you getting wound up. <laughs> that's exhausting. It's when you get, see, somebody winding her up real tight, and then, what? <laughs> Sending her ass off. That's what it's like. One more time. Getting tight. It's getting tight. That's the yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now she do that three times a night. Boy, she coming in this house tired as hell. <laughs> then a few days after Christmas, she told me I need to find a nice woman that appreciate me and the little bit that I had off. Wow. Well, you know, she just told you, you need to go find you somebody post. <laughs> and doggone it, you can do that. Mm. Yeah, because she need more. She told me, I I found I found her text in one of her old friends. I asked her to see the text. She showed it to me. First of all, you're not finna be that comfortable in my house where I asked you to see the text right. and you just go him. Yeah, yeah, show it to me. Yeah, no, you're gonna, you're gonna have seen me somewhere in my life go off on somebody where you would you would pause and go you know what showing him this text right now probably ain't gonna be the best thing because he has an ignorant side to yeah. it and I don't want to see it but no see you ain't never demonstrated that let me see what you texting here yeah. oh you comfortable with him yeah the guy was asking her for sex again and he said that their chemistry is unmatched I'm trying to stick it out for my kid what Wait a minute, hold on. Did I read that one? Mm. Nah, nah, you read that right. The guy was asking her for sex again. Uh-huh. And he said that their <laughs> chemistry is unmatched. I'm trying to stick it out for my kids. What the hell is missing? It's, it's, it's a line missing. Damn. It's a paragraph missing. Wait, what, Steve? Somebody, who asked did you start whooping before you said, I'm trying to stick it out for the kids? But I cannot be her doormat in the process. She don't respect me as the man of the house. Oh. The man of the house. <laughs> Dog, you ain't been the man of the house since she went out there and had them two fleas. I'm not sure 
how we got to this point. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. part. See, that's why you typed the letter. Mm-hmm. You're not sure how you got to this point. I'm, I'm, I'm crystal clear how you got there. Y'all was going wrong in your lives. Your childhood sweetheart. Y'all got married, hadn't experienced no life. Then y'all had some problems in the relationship. She went out there and had a taste of life. And the taste she had wasn't the taste you've been giving her. See, what you had been laying down, she thought was cool. Then she went out there and ran up into Rowdy Rodney Piper. <laughs> she ran the up into Yeah, she What's ran up name, into though? Rowdy Rodney Piper. <laughs> then she ran up into Big Rod. Big uh, uh, Dusty Rose. <laughs> <laughs> then she ran up into uh, uh, the Junkyard Dog. <laughs> JYD, baby. Then she ran up into Ernie Ladd. Bobo Brazil. <laughs> ran up into the Sheik. And ran up into some people that was tossing her. She been all Andre up in the air and getting flipped. Andre the Giant yeah. ran up in that Randy Savage. <laughs> Macho man. You got, you got some, you got some, Flair. Uh, some gorgeous jeans. <laughs> he ran up there and ran up into some Rick Flair. Woo! <laughs> and got turned O-U-T out. Yeah. Now she come back home and she in here with Lil Tiny Tim. <laughs> Lil, Lil, Lil Kermit the Frog. Uh. She been in here playing Sesame Street. She done been out there in them streets and ran up into the WWF. <laughs> she done been in bed with the Undertaker. <laughs> been all out there and had a date with Triple X. <laughs> been all over the place. Yeah. Getting thrown from corner to corner. Uh-huh. Tossed into the ropes. Yeah. Flying off on the turnbuckle. <laughs> then all of a sudden, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, yeah, baby, yeah. got his hands on it. Souffle, <laughs> put her in a headlock, <laughs> put her in a souffle, and all of a sudden, overhead fireman's carryover. Boom, she yeah. was on the ground. Now, she back at the house. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You ain't picking her up, throwing across the rain. Yeah. You ain't jumping off the top rope. You ain't use none of the tricks. <laughs> now, she don't want you no more. That's how you got to this point. What you need to do is do like she said. Find you somebody mm. that appreciate the little bit you got. <laughs> that little bit of money you making, and that little bit of loving you pay. <laughs> that little teaspoon of thing you been just shoveling around like right. you like you been just dropping, you been dropping, bringing hammer work. That ain't hammer work. That's number two leaded pencil work you been doing. <sighs> you ain't been doing what you thought you was doing. Mm. She went out there and ran up in the Randy set. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here, guys. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What is some of the, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done for love? Mm-hmm. Completely huh. opposite. Fall. Fall in <laughs> love. You mean fall in? Yeah. <laughs> He's so stupid. He's stupid. How long you give him now, Steve? Fall. Oh, man. Okay. What about you, Steve? What's the dumbest thing you've ever done for love? Man. I knew it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the lift. Man, so much. <laughs> well, while you, yeah. You want, you want someone else to go but while you... Yeah, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out I tell you, how I, I can tell you the dumbest thing I've ever done. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take her back after she cheated on me. 
and explain what? to my family why it was all right. Yeah, that was dumb. That was that stupid. Was yeah, that was. You Do I, I ain't never junior? done that, Junior. I'm way that. older than you. I ain't yeah. never done that. Yeah, I was 15 then. Oh, well, you oh, were 15. 15. Yeah, you're okay. young. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I stole a necklace. That's why you can't be present. From the May Company. Uh-huh. You can't be on the air, can For a girl. Yeah. Because I didn't have no money. And I was crazy mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And I got caught oh, God. going out the door. Mm-hmm. White dude had on a sweatshirt, some gym shoes. He was fast, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was fast, too. Just wasn't quite fast enough. You got uh-huh. out <laughs> yeah, He had me. And then when I, I gave him my jacket, though. And I was so thin then, that didn't mean nothing to me. It was damn near irrelevant. <laughs> I slipped out that jacket so fast. I just let my arms go limp like spaghetti. Yeah. He had the jacket. That white dude, I got out on a prospect. That white boy started chasing me. That dude was fast, but wow. he had no idea who he was chasing. <laughs> Pay the chip, baby. No, dog, I was uncatchable back then. I looked fast. back, I said, man, he's still here. And I just went on and just dropped it down in nitro. <laughs> it was gone. Put that black on him. Head you know back how fast up. you are? Duh. When you scared, when you scared, Duh. you like that. Duh. Adrenaline, Duh. yeah. Duh. yeah. I put that black speed on him uh-huh. that he hadn't seen. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sound like an indie car. That Usain boat. Yeah, that was it. And he, he yelled at me, don't ever come back in this store again. <laughs> oh, it'll be years, partner. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. And when I did go back and make company, I look, I had a beard and everything. I was grown. Yeah. <laughs> you went back in. Oh, you look yeah. disguised. All right. <laughs> All right, coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Comedy Roulette. Come on, Jay, quickly set this up. Very what you simple. got? You take some subjects, put them on a wheel. We can make it funny, and we down to three comedians, but we can do the damn thing, because that's what we do. Steve's a comedian, Tommy's a comedian, and I'm a comedian. All right, comedians, here we go. We have three <laughs> new categories on the wheel today, comedians. Here we go. Things you say to women who have a mustache. Yeah, that's a good one right there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You're tickling me, baby. You're tickling me. <laughs> Excuses people make who don't like to fly. I got it. I got it. Yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. All right. And finally, excuses people make not to go to the gym. Let's spin the wheel, Krista. Let's go. Okay, here we go. It better not land on mustache. I'm mustache, mustache, <laughs> mustache. I, I, I swear if you do that mustache, that's a wrap. <laughs> I'ma leave you do the mustache. All right, All right you here got? we go. Uh, 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 Pete, uh, excuses people make not to go to the gym. <laughs> that was very good. Love it. I'ma start it off. Excuses go, people make not to go to the gym. Don't none of my workout clothes match, so I can't go down there. All right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? They didn't have no parking up front. I just, I just went on back to the house, man. I can't park way back there in the back. Too far to walk. I, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that's that defeats the purpose. I'm, I excuses just people make not to go to the gym. Yes, come on. Yeah. Uh, the reason I don't go down to the gym, I ain't fat as him. <laughs> uh-uh. 
nah, not comparing the fat. <laughs> if I was that size, I'd go, but I ain't. But I ain't that fat. I ain't go down there. Right. All right, excuses right. people make not to go to the gym. I don't like to sweat in front of other people. It's just not good for me to do that, so I'm not going to go to the gym. <laughs> it's not sexy. You're not going to do it. <laughs> you know I what? I would have went, but I got that jock itch thing going on, and I just... Wait. I just... <laughs> I, ooh, oh, it's, just, it's, just, it's Yeah, it's too much on me right now. I just, I'm gonna have to go later. I just wait till I put some calamine okay. on this. I can't. Yeah, I can't. What? Okay. <laughs> people make not to go to the gym. It's stanky now. <laughs> yes. That's a good one. All right. The excuses people make not to go to the gym. I want to work out on that elliptical. That, but that elliptical. That, but, yeah. but I won't. But I don't know how to announce it, so I ain't gonna go down. <laughs> I'm announcing. It's ecological. It <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Come on, Tommy. You know what? I I I was trying to lose some weight, and then I started realizing mm. that I just I just like being fat. I just ain't going down. I just, I'm, I'm cool with me. You know, you've I'm accepted cool it. Me. You're good. Yeah, yeah I've accepted it. <laughs> people, excuses people make for not going to the gym. All the trainers mm-hmm. down there, they fit and trim. <laughs> How they know what to do mm-hmm. for somebody like me? <laughs> they're excuses. They can't relate to me. I can't relate okay. to that. Excuses okay. people make not to go to the gym. When I go inside a place where people work out, my asthma kicks up, so I can't go down there. Ooh. I ain't gonna. That's me. That's me. <laughs> That's me, Jay. Ooh, on, I was nephew. gonna go. I was gonna go, but mm-hmm. I, I wanted to go but. to the steam room. But, but they be naked in there. I don't know if I wanna do that. <laughs> That ain't it's too ooh, much. I, ain't, I can't. My naked ain't ready for they naked. I'm not good with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Excuses man. people make to not go to the gym. They don't mm-hmm. have no hand sanitizer in there. <laughs> <laughs> what that got to do with? It? I didn't see none last time I was there. Yes. All right. Excuses people make not to go to the gym. I just don't feel comfortable putting a towel on my butt that's been on somebody else's butt. I just don't, mm, no. that, mm, I'm with you when you're right. I love it. I'm with you when you're right. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you. Coming up next, we got music, more fun, more foolishness at 20 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, this is some really sad news here, uh, Carla, as we get into our girl chat. Um, mm-hmm. A really sad story. And Cardi B has chimed in. She's clapping back at people trying to justify the murder of Instagram model Miss Mercedes Moore. Cardi B called the situation so sad and cursed out the people. You know how Cardi B is. She cursed out the people who are trying to justify uh, it because of her lifestyle. Cardi mm-hmm. says, y'all hate on a bad chick, dead or alive. Wow. Cardi says she was a sweetheart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mercedes Moore, whose real name was Janae uh, Gagnier or Gagnier, uh, was Mm -hmm. found dead in her apartment in Houston earlier this week in an apparent murder-suicide, Carla. 
Her, her mother says that her daughter was very cautious about her surroundings, but unfortunately, someone was basically stalking her and killed my baby. Her father said he discovered her body on the floor with her clothes torn up and went upstairs to find a man with a knife in him still alive and said, I just couldn't do nothing but stand there and call the police. Mercedes' parents believe this man was a crazy follower and stalker. Wow. This is such a sad story, but this is just a warning, too, to all of the young ladies out there, social media influencers, uh, Instagram. Y'all got to be careful. It's some crazy people out there. Lord have mercy. This man murdered her. It's so sad. sad. Y'all be safe. Don't tell your location every five minutes. Mm -hmm. Just be careful. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Junior's here today with, uh, this is a comedy segment you call Junior, When Did? What's that about? When Did. When Did. You know, we've been seeing a lot of things that have been happening. Uh Uh-huh. But you just don't know when it started. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, Mm -hmm. when did kids get luggage? Luggage. You ever go to the airport and see this little baby in front of you? Oh, yeah. All my draws was in the same luggage with my grandmother. (laughs) All my draws was up against the Brazil. When did kids get luggage? When did Like, I don't know when it started. Uh Uh-huh. That's a good Uh point. Matter of fact, when did people start wearing house shoes everywhere? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm at church. Uh-huh. Somebody stepped out their house shoes to get to the altar and knelt. When you leave your shoes out here in church like that? Like, when, when did it happen? Like, when did vegans get so outspoken? What do you mean? You ain't never know who the hell was a vegan. Now they upset about everything. You can't eat that. It had a mother. I don't care. I don't care. Vegans is, I mean, when did all this stuff start? They're speaking up now. They're speaking up. <laughs> when did we just never mind just wearing ripped jeans? Remember, you used to get your ass whooped for your jeans being oh, toast? Yeah. Uh-huh. Now yeah. everybody jeans toast. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. am I looking at Dwayne's draws? <laughs> <laughs> just when did that start? Yeah. We just don't yeah. know when it happened. When did Remember when people used to borrow money? Mm-hmm. Now yeah. they cash out. Nope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For dinner. That's you need right. to ask. Remember, I cannot borrow what's important? Yes. They yes. don't do that no more. They don't do none of that. When did big guys just start showing their stomach with no results? You know, they don't they don't care. No remorse. They just, the stomach just out. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, when did women just start wearing their stomachs out? Mm. When did all of this happen? When, when did white kids get comfortable saying the N-word to black kids? When did that start? Mm. Yeah. When did we start knocking out kids? When did that stop? <laughs> no, because my nephew is sitting up here making Fs at school, and we ain't been in school a week. When did this start? Mm. Just when did it happen? We wow. just don't know. Mm. We have to figure out when did that happen. Very, and this That's what when did Very insightful. Just start like thinking it. about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stuff, stuff's changing. Because mm-hmm. no, no, mm. when did it happen? Right before you asked. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'll tell you that another one. Okay. Here, here's one that, that everybody knows. This is something mm-hmm. that we don't even know when this started. When? But remember when when did wearing a jogging suit, remember when, when it meant you was going jogging? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now people wearing jogging suits ain't jogging no damn way. <laughs> you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> that used to mean something. Uh, you got on the jogging suit, I can assume your ass was going jogging. Now. Now, now, now your ass in drive throughs you, you ain't doing nothing with walking in it. Sleeping. 
what you say? At work. Yeah. Now you, I'm in one right now. <laughs> All right, thank you, Junior. I like that. Win did. All right, coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this, we'll be back at 49 After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. Boy, oh, boy, what a day it has been. Oh, my goodness. Um, But a great day. Wow. Yeah, a great day. Mm-hmm. All of them been good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, Steve, uh, you could take us home with some closing remarks. Well, here, here's here's something I want to share. I've, I've really gotten into this mode of sharing some of the things I've learned this year when I was when I've started uh, doing these morning meditations. And I just started it this year, everybody. So I'm not like you know, I've been doing this for years or anything. I, I just started it this year. And it's probably been one of the best uh, changes that I brought about myself uh, mentally, spiritually, uh, for just to have the right state of mind to continue up the road. And I, I just want to talk to you all about about your relationship with God. And once again, this is not that I'm an expert at this because trust and believe I'm not. I'm growing every day with this. I'm learning, but I'm in a sharing mode of trying to share you what I've learned. So you don't feel like you're the only one out there tripping on this thing, because I have too. And so uh, I I just want to talk to you about what happened to me when I just started to give God a a bigger presence in my life. And I want you all to listen to this uh, if if you're on the outside like I was or you borderline like me. If, If you gave God a bigger presence in your life, what could happen? if you just gave him a chance. I just want to throw this out there. Just what could happen if you would just give him a chance to have just a bigger presence in your life? Uh, Because what it did for me, man, uh, it it just, it brightened up some of the dullness of my gray days. You know, I'd have some days, man, where I felt overworked, overstressed, the monotony of it all. You know, when you when you give God a chance, God can put a sparkle in the routine of your daily life. Because, see, what happens is, and I found this to be true in my situation, and maybe some of you can relate to this, you got to repeat so many tasks day after day. You know, it just gets monotonous. You got you go to work at the same time. You drive the same route. You got the same task at your job. You work around the same people. You sit at the same cubicle or the same station. You work in the same route. You know, you drive the same way to work. It take the same amount of time. You listen to the same music. This monotony, this monotony can oftentimes dull your thinking. And when you when the when you get monotonous in your thinking, it dulls it, and then your mind slips into neutral. So you know you know what I mean. When your mind isn't stimulated, when your mind slips into neutral because the monotony, you can do it with your eyes sleep. You don't need to even think about it. You know your way to work. You know the way home. You ever notice you be driving all of a sudden? You just know that this is your exit. And just monotonous. Your mind can slip into neutral. Well, when your mind is in neutral, it becomes unfocused and then it's vulnerable to the world. It's vulnerable to the devil. 
You remember old people used to say the idle mind is a devil's playground? This is what it's talking about. And when your day-to-day tasks become monotonous, your mind can slip into neutral and all of a sudden an idle mind is the devil's playground. And then that just pulls your thoughts downward. And your, as your thinking process starts to deteriorate because of this monotony, it's become so mundane, you become confused about a lot of stuff and you feel like you ain't got no direction. But the best way, the best remedy to refocus your mind is that relationship with God. You need God, man. You really do. And I, I, ain't, I ain't talking like, I've had him my whole life, even though he's been around me. And I, my mama raised me in the church. I slid off. I was doing my thing. But, man, in the total realization of it, on the real, just on the low, low, you need God, man. You really do. He offers you guidance and companionship. And it, and it can clear up a lot of stuff for you, man. And, look, I ain't trying to tell you, man, that you got to become Bible-thumping or, or you know, or, or what... Be, have people thinking of you as a holy roller or something like that. Now, I know that's what you're running from because I try to duck the uh, terminology myself and the labels that people put on you. But man, don't trip on that. Don't trip on that. I'm telling you, man, go form yourself a relationship with God. It becomes so helpful to you. What would happen if you just gave God a chance? I mean, just think about it, man. If you made more room in your heart for God, what could possibly happen? I mean, look, you got so much that's going on in your life, so many challenges and barriers and things that you're up against and so much indecision and, and confusion and, and, and wanting to know your, be- your next move. Well, why don't you try this, man? Why don't you sit down and just tell God that you really need him? That you really need some help and you really need a companion and you would love to have his advice and his counseling you ain't got to go nowhere to do that man you could just do that today but it would slow down some of this tripping i'm telling you man god performs miracles all the time god make dreams come true what would happen if you just gave him a chance Open up your heart a little bit, man. Make God a greater presence in your life, man. He can do some miraculous things for him. All you got to do is ask. He don't ever walk away from people that are seeking him, okay? Talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. Y'all have a great weekend, okay? I know I will. All right? Thank y'all very much. Bye, crew. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 